welcome to the Where Were We podcast with Ella and Ali. We're here to shoot the breeze from all things health-related and general life chit-chat. To keep you company and feeling connected. So, where were we? Welcome to episode two of Where Were We? How are you going? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for our conversations today. Yeah, it's a bit of a grey day here, and uh, which is fitting because we're going to get stuck into talking about some grey hairs. Well, that's it. <laughs> I, 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 I picked up on um, or left off last episode about my grey hair, that one that my rogue grey hair my hairdresser found. How did we get a few more grey hairs coming up with this podcast name? Yeah. So what we didn't kind of touch on in our intro episode was how we came up with our name. Where were we? Where are we? Where were we? God. Also, where are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First um, off, let's just say that we probably spent days trying to come up with a name because every great idea we had was already taken. Yeah. We had our spreadsheet. We kept coming up with <laughs> names. We were tic-tacking. What should we have? And we kind of liked some but nothing really landed. Like we just kept trying to find another one, you know, yep. so that kind of let me know that we hadn't arrived yet. Yeah. Um, and then we were in heels class, which is just kind of mind boggling for people who are just used to doing up and down <laughs> with, <laughs> with weights to like be fluid and move and remember step <laughs> one to 20 in, you know, zero time to learn it, what feels like. Yeah. And we, you know, are in dance class or heels class where we're trying to learn all these steps that we don't know, we aren't used to, our body's definitely not used to moving in oh, no. <laughs> such a fluid way. It takes a lot to kind of just get into it and just let your body go rather than bracing. Yeah. Also at like six, seven o'clock at night, at that point, my brain has shut down for the day and trying to learn 20 steps in 30 seconds, like I just have a brain fart and we just looked at each other, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, oh, where were we? <laughs> And, and then, like, <laughs> and then we're like, "Oh my god!" Podcast name done. <laughs> yes, that's it. So that's how we arrived at the name, and that's how also we probably gained some extra grey hairs, oh, which, for sure. <laughs> which brings us to today's topic. Yeah, we were going to talk a little bit about grey hairs, aging, Botox, and. Um, you know, Ali, I'm I'm 36 this year. You turned 40 at the end of last year. I did. It, it's funny because you know I remember my my parents like turning 40, and I'm just remember thinking like, "Fuck, you're so old." Oh, same. But now, like, I just I don't I don't feel like I'm old. Like at 36, I just don't. I just feel like it's getting better with age. You know? I, yeah. I feel that too. And it's crazy because I feel like I've gotten now to 40 and I'm like, don't fucking waste any more time. Any more time. Yeah. Right. And guys, we swear. A lot. Sorry. So Fuck. you haven't, <laughs> 
We kept it pretty tame in episode one, but welcome to our sailor mouths. Um, we'll do our best to, you know, monitor and limit the amount. I think the more relaxed we get, the more they're likely going to, there's going to be more fucks said. So apologies now. Don't maybe have this on in the car with the kids in the back. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there was, um, I've read somewhere that the more someone would swear, the, the more intelligent they are. So I'm really? going to yeah, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I will take that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Love so, it. So in our last episode, Ellie, you kind of touched on when you found your first gray hair. Well, my hairdresser. Thank you. Thank well, you, Amanda. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm not too concerned, well, hey. Like I, I think I'm going to continue to dye my hair probably for the rest of my life because I actually just prefer it lighter. I think it suits the complexion of my face better um, than darker hair. Like I've kind of got like a bit of a mousy brownie set up for my regular hair colour. So I think I'm just going to continue to dye it anyway. So grey hairs come at me. I'm not concerned. She says <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I, I've never dyed my hair. Really? Good no. on you. Good I'm, on you. I wouldn't know how. And... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I kind of, it, it lightens up in the sun by itself. So yeah. it's always like a little bit blonde-ish. Yeah. Um, Tones. Yeah. So I don't find, you know, a lot of people are like, don't pull your hair, it'd be grey, just let it grow out. But I find strands, like they're, the whole thing is grey. It's not just the tip or <laughs> the, you know, the root. It is the entire thing. And I'm like, I've got long hair. I've got long hair. So I'll find this like shimmery like hair under the light in the bathroom and I'll rip that shit out. <laughs> and I'm told not to. The hairdresser has said, don't. But fuck that, no. It's is, it, um, is that like a wives' tale thing? Like if you pull out one grey hair, you'll get like ten more. I mean, is that is there science to back that up? I don't think that you have more. I think that it grows back coarser. Ah, okay. It's like when you shave, right? So yeah, your leg, your ha leg hairs or whatever, you know, they just come back and it's just coarser and thicker and I suppose more sort of prominent. Yeah, right. Ladies, tell us, when did you find your first grey hair and are you concerned about it? And how are you going to manage it? Are you going to dye it? Are you just going to let it go and let it happen. And I'm kind of, you know, sitting on the fence between the two. It's a tough one when you've got dark hair because you're going to really notice those greys coming through. So what do you do when like half of your hair is grey and the other half is dark? What do you, what do you do? You're gonna, are you just going to let it just hang out, two-tone, salt and pepper? Or are you going to deal with that, whether you go all grey and just dye the fucking thing all grey, or do you go the other way? I don't know. What's the answer? Yeah. I know. Help. <laughs> help. Cause, cause well, I'm still dying my blonde, so I'm going to stay blonde so you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I'm definitely, like, it delays bedtime. If I find one before bed when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, oh, no, we are settled in <laughs> now. you start hunting for more? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where are you all? You're coming out. You're gone. It's, uh, it's funny because I think you and I are probably, like, Two of the most um, – I've had a total brain fart. But I, I do not do much beauty work or care 
Low maintenance. Low maintenance. I just had a total brain fart. Um, Yeah, like we don't like I fucking wash my hair like once a week and I brush it about the same amount of time. (laughs) Uh, I wish I could wash mine once a week. If I mine would I've got curly hair, like proper wog curly hair. And if I don't wash it and condition it and brush it out, it will dreadlock. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, low maintenance. I, I mean, I, yeah, I can probably count on my hands the amount of time I wear makeup in a year, and it's usually around competing events or weddings. But yeah, makeup, hair, nails, brows, lashes. I can't. I just don't. I do not have the time or the patience. No, I don't know how. I got asked <laughs> by a friend the other day who's um, sort of sells beauty products. If I would do a reel with their foundation and I just went I don't think that you want me to do a reel with foundation be, this I, is what not to do. <laughs> I've never put foundation on in my life I've had it on me but I yeah. have not been the one to put it on yeah I I didn't I don't have those kind of skills either and this might this might filter in quite nicely to our next episode and we'll, we'll get to that but like the women that do know how to do all these like girly things like makeup and mm. sewing i don't know cooking fuck <laughs> who do you learn this from did your mother teach you how to do this stuff or did you were you were you just into this growing up that you've like learned these skills from having the interest youtube whatever it might be because i never got taught to cook to sew to iron or not although who, who, when was the last time you used a freaking iron i honestly could not even tell you <laughs> That's like another old generational thing. No one uses irons anymore. But yeah, makeup <laughs> skills. No one, I wouldn't even have a clue. And Shari's probably listening to this now. Our friend Shari, who's a makeup artist, like, yep, you've got no skills. <laughs> but that's why we have you, Shari. <laughs> that's it. We don't need to do our own face when you have you that just is such a master at it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about Botox because um, I get Botox done. Yeah. You get Botox done? I do. Yeah. It's yeah. it's such a funny one. I used to think like, oh, my God, I would never go and get injectables. Like, I'm just not that vain. I don't need to – I don't need to do it. And I have a whole new appreciation for Botox now, let me tell you. Did you start with it for anti-aging or did you start with it for your jaw? Yeah. So, I got Botox done and I still get it done in my jaw for the masseter muscle. And um, if you were to ever look back at some old videos on Instagram or YouTube, I look like I'm a hamster storing food in my cheeks. (laughs) Like, you don't realise how bad it is until you look at your face in the mirror now and then look at a video and you think, fuck, it looks like someone's like punched me in the face and I've got a swollen face. But my, it's just my muscle around my jaw. I, I'm a clencher and, um, yeah, that muscle was just like it was growing. <laughs> it was growing bigger than my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I originally got it done for that and that was, again, from Shari because um, Shari's like she's the one you go to for all of this kind of, you know, help, guidance and you know, assistance on what am I doing with my face, makeup, Botox, injectables. 
Uh, And she was like, I get it done in my jaw. And she's like, you should, it would totally like slim out your face and change your face. I was like, to be honest, I just want it done because I get like tension headaches, Mm. neck pain. Like I would just love it to try and relieve some of those things rather than it being about um, what it does to the shape of my face. And I got it done and she took, she took photos and it took maybe a few weeks for it to really like start to see the effects. And I was just like gobsmacked. I couldn't believe how much it reduced that muscle, how much it changed the shape of my face and how much it helped relieve some of like the tension around my jaw and my neck and my head. It was just ridiculous. Um, So I originally got it done for that. And I think I had to, the first time in, I don't even know how many units she put in my face, but it was a lot. Like the jaw, it was a lot. Really? Yeah. I'm talking like if you think about what do you get in your forehead, like 10, 20 in your forehead, I think I had about 40 or 50 freaking units in the right side and maybe like 20 or 30 in the left that first time. So it was a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I went back the second time and I was just like, oh, do you know what? I'm intrigued. Just let's stick a little bit in my forehead and let's just see what happens and what it looks like. And again, could not believe it. It's only when you see yourself after, I think I was doing stories on Instagram and it was obviously wearing off and I could just see my forehead lines like, oh, <gasps> oh my God, I didn't realize how expressionable my face was until the Botox had worn off after having it put in. You know, you don't realize what's there until it's gone and then it comes back. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm hooked. Yeah. Jab away. I like having the smooth forehead. I like having a little bit around the crow's feet. Like the jaw for me is a game changer. Um, so yeah, that's that's why I originally started getting it done. And that was about 18 months ago. Oh, really? Not, 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 not that long. Yeah. And how often do you get it? Hey, I'm so lazy. Just like my hair, my hairdresser screams at me as well because I'm like, she's like, book in like every eight, 12 weeks. I'm like, I'll see you in about eight months because <laughs> I'm so slack. <laughs> it's probably about the same for um, Botox as well. It's when I, when I realise that my forehead's like looking like one of those Sharpe dogs <laughs> or my, my jaw starts to hurt is when I get, so there's no, there's no how often it's like when I can remember. Yeah, right. And it's also expensive, man. I think the last oh, time I- yeah face done um it was down in the northern beaches and this was discounted as well it was like 25 percent off or something it was still like nine nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars that i put in my face bear in mind this isn't just anti-wrinkle injections yeah yeah and it's that that takes like i don't know what's 14 dollars a unit or a mil or whatever the thing is i think something like that anyway so yeah 20 mils or 20 units i need in my forehead otherwise i have to go back because it's not enough Mm-hmm. Like the macerdise, yeah, like 30, 40. <sighs> it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, I started, so oh, it was July 2020 was probably when I got the first one done. Yeah. Um, I was gearing up for the um, WBFF show. Oh, really? And then which, you know, got cancelled because of COVID, but then I did the virtual show. So I was like, okay, well... I had quite prominent lines between my eyebrows. Yeah. Even just resting, it was just resting old bitch's base. (laughs) We know it well. (laughs) And I was like, I just looked angry just normally. So I was like, okay, let's sort that out. Um, And so we just did those, a bit in the forehead and then on the sides of the eyes. Yeah, yeah. 
And it was quite funny because obviously never having it before and then, you know, two weeks after you're trying to raise your your eyebrows and it's all like, oh, it's really hard. Um, But also when those things are taken away, other things come to light. So I'm like these bags under my fucking eyes now, they're so obvious and all this other shit just starts like coming to the fore because the other stuff's gone. Is it tempt you to go get other things done, like cheek cheek fillers or lip fillers or chin fillers and all the other stuff you can get done? The only kind of thing that then bugged me was, yeah, under the eyes um, mm. and those lines. But, yeah, she was. She said, oh, there's more stuff that we'll need to do for that and it can get quite expensive. And I went, mm, do you want to just leave it? <laughs> we'll leave it. But I kind of was going back every four months. Yeah. Every four months to get a top up, um, although I haven't been since August last year. So, which was no July last year, which was before the August show, yeah. um, WBFF show. So, yeah, it's uh, they're coming back now, but it's still pretty good. Like, it's not too bad. Yeah, and I mean, from the people that I know that are in the experts with all this stuff, it's really like a preventative measure rather than a, a measure to actually get rid of. Yeah. Now, so it's kind of one of those things that as bad as it is that you kind of want to get it done earlier than later when you're trying to fix the problem. Now that I've had it done, Josh is like, maybe I should get some Botox. And I'm like, (laughs) your old leather face is too too far gone now. That's it. (laughs) I don't know. Cause I mean, my lines were really deep and they're not really there now. And I haven't had it for six months. So that one there too, that one right in the brow line. Yeah. Uh, I did when I when I went for one of my earlier um, masseter forehead appointments. I was like, I'm interested about getting some lip filler. I'm like, I've got a little little top lip. Let's see what that looks like with a little bit of filler in. The fucking weirdest feeling. I don't know how these girls are walking around with these big lips because I had like the tiniest, like probably the smallest amount ever that you could put in your lip. Yeah, and it was I couldn't lick a spoon. Like really could not lick a spoon. It was, I was like, was it just numb? I don't know what it was, but I just, I was like, nah, it didn't, he didn't even, Josh didn't even notice. Like he wouldn't even notice. I was like, "Mm, I had some Botox. That's all. (laughs) I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell that I had anything in my lip either. Like it was just such a small amount, but yeah, licking spoons, it it just was such a strange sensation. And I was like, fuck that. I want to have like normal sensation while I'm eating, not this weird, like, like you've been to the dentist. and yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it will pass or if that's normal or whatever, but I was like, nah, don't need any more of that. Thanks. Yeah. And do you think, do you think everyone now who has it talks about it and admits to it? What lips and faces and stuff? Yeah. I think so. Probably not like in the earlier days, everyone was probably a little bit like under the, you know, oh no, I don't have anything done. But I think it's, it's way more noticeable now as if you can get away with not talking about it. Like, yeah, of course you've had something done to your lips. There's no way they look like that naturally. Yeah. I think there are some, you know, there are some where it's just undeniable. Yeah. Um, But I wonder if there's, there are people out there who have had it and kind of just keep it under wraps. Mm, are you one of those ladies? Are you one of those ladies listening right now that goes and gets some little little anti-wrinkle treatments and doesn't tell their partner or doesn't tell their friends? Are you secretly getting your your treatments done? And if you are, why? Why are you not openly sharing that with the people around you? What's the reason behind that? I'd be so interested. 
Yeah, and also maybe maybe you do tell people now, but you didn't to begin with. And yeah. how long before you kind of admitted it, or before someone noticed, noticed. And, and you had to kind of you know open up and and share? Yeah, yeah. I guess it, it's one of those things now that we're like I think just as a society, well, and the younger generations, we are a little bit more open to things in our life, and as we're probably going to talk about shortly, like oversharing potentially, um, and just that generational thing where it's like, well, you, you don't go around telling everybody what you do in your private life and you know what you do behind closed doors. So it's one of those things. How old are you now, and is it something that? you know, was not talked about because of like that age range? And is it something that can be talked about now because us younger ones are, you know, open about sharing it? Totally. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads us to, um, I suppose, our next topic. Mm. Have we got a little snip snippet of uh, what's to come in our next episode? Have you got a little random fact for us? Um, I... I have one. I have one. Possibly not a random fact, but I did poll my audience on Instagram yesterday and I asked them, how many of you have a good or great relationship with your mother? And it was 60-40, 40% being no, it's a tough relationship. And I'm looking forward to having this conversation about relationships with your mother. Uh, I didn't have the best relationship. Ali, what about you? Mm. Mine is an interesting one. It's definitely not where I would like it to be, um, but I've kind of accepting it for what it is. And I think, you know, I think it's past the point where it can necessarily be changed because I've tried. Um, and, you know, it's obviously takes two to tango. But while we're here, I am, you know, just trying to accept it for what it is and, and, and look for the positives in the way that it is and take learnings out of it to help me with my relationship with my children, I suppose. I think there's going to be a lot of ladies that can relate to that um, quite a bit. I'm excited to talk about this. So, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.